Well, thank you for those readings this morning. Let's pray and ask God to bless his word to us today. Father, we thank you for your word. It's so precious, and we ignore it sometimes far too much. As we look to your word this morning, by your spirit, help us to hear you, to understand you, and above all, to put into practice the things that you convict us of this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, today we're breaking away from our series on Luke, and we're beginning a new short series of messages from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs has been described as the poetry of Scripture. It contains imagery and techniques that guide its readers in their search for wisdom. It has also been been described as a book of short sentences that give advice and state truths for daily living. Proverbs does give practical suggestions for effective living. We often use forms of proverbs in our, our vocabularies today. Actions speak louder than words. Two wrongs don't make a right. A stitch in time saves nine. Save it or lose it. They might not be in our Bible, but they are poetic and they are wise words. They are Proverbs. Proverbs is one of the wisdom books of our Bible. Ecclesiastes and Job are the other two. And Proverbs has an amazing understanding of the way our world works. It shows in practical ways how to apply godly wisdom to our daily lives. God's wisdom is a true and unfailing wisdom. It's all we need in life. How wise are we in the way in which we are living our daily lives? Whether we are young or old, there are times when we all need to find solutions to issues that arise in life. If we buy something new, or if something that we had goes wrong. To use or fix them, we often need to read the manual. To live as a Christian, we need to understand and know what God is saying and what God expects of us. And when issues arise in our journey of life, we exercise wisdom when we consult with God by prayer, but also by reading our Bibles and looking to him and looking to the scriptures for the solutions and answers we need. Proverbs written by Solomon is full of common sense. It teaches us skills for godly living. Its aim was and still is to help God's people live in ways in this world that are responsible and productive, to help us to deal with the ups and downs of daily life, always in ways that are honouring to God. It's to help us live as God wants us to live. Wisdom comes to us and will be seen in us when we allow God's word to connect with our hearts, our minds, and then to guide our hands and our feet and to direct us in our daily lives.
Wisdom will fill every aspect of our life with godliness, or it should do, as we make our journey in this world. Godly wisdom will also help us build strong and secure relationships. It will help us to give wise advice and strong influence. It helps us to know what to say and when to say it, to know when to be involved and when to withdraw. It's believed that Solomon was not the writer of all of the Proverbs that we have in our Bible. Theologians believe that Solomon obtained some of the Proverbs from other sources. But what he did, he edited them all, and those are the ones that we have in our scripture today. Solomon, unlike David, his father, was not exposed to many troubles. His life, compared to David's, was quite peaceful. Solomon's name actually means peaceful. He received the best education, which, with his faith, equipped him to be wise. And this is the reason we have these teachings of Solomon in Proverbs. He compiled them to help others and not to elevate himself. Firstly, Solomon begins by telling us his aim for Proverbs in verses 2 to 6. It's for attaining wisdom and discipline, for understanding words of insight, for acquiring a disciplined and prudent life, doing what is right and just and fair. Proverbs is an instruction manual aimed to help all who read it to be wise in their life, to gain a right understanding of how to deal with things, to speak and act always in ways that are honouring to God, and to help others to do the same. Solomon wants us to know that true wisdom, discipline and understanding in life will only be ours when we choose to live our lives from God's perspective and not our world's perspective. Godly wisdom is not the same as worldly wisdom. It is only granted to those who in the past, the present and in the future will choose to honour God on their journey in this world. They will possess a reverent fear of God. They will have hearts that desire to live in a way that honours God. They will be disciplined and they will be careful in the way that they live by ensuring the choices that they make are in line with the way and the will of God. Wise and disciplined followers will not only be looking to the present, but also the future. Eternity will be just as important, if not more important, than their journey on earth. The wise and the disciplined will live this way themselves, and they will be encouraging others to live in this way too especially those who are young in their faith of Jesus.
Will that be easy? Not at all. To gain godly wisdom in life, we need to choose to live in God's ways and to resist the ways that are contrary to the ways of God. Remember back in the Garden of Eden, God planted two trees. One was the tree of life, bearing fruit that promised to keep Adam and Eve close to God and result in everlasting life. The other, the tree of knowledge. It bore fruit that looked more desirable. That tree promised to make them wise, but it was a lie. It brought them death. There were two choices in that garden. We still have two choices as we live in our world today. Are we going to be disciplined and choose God's wisdom revealed in Jesus? Or are we going to lack discipline and choose the false wisdom of our world? The result of our choice is clear. In this life we will be constantly tested by the evil one, especially when we have chosen to walk in fellowship with Jesus. But our Lord Jesus declares the truth. His word is truth. The evil one will try to make us doubt that. His desire is exactly the same today as it was in the garden to deceive us with his lies. Don't let him deceive you. When Adam and Eve followed the evil one and they turned their back on God, they turned away from God's discipline and God's wisdom. Their foolish action resulted in them missing out on the fullness of God's blessing. God's was and still is the only true source of wisdom and life. Are we choosing to live as God wants us to live? Are we choosing to do what is right, just and fair? The aim of Solomon in these parables was and still is to help all who read them to understand and gain the insight and wisdom needed to live life in ways that truly do honour God, to know and do what is right, what is just, and what is fair. Solomon then tells us, when we choose to live in God's way, we gain the benefit of knowledge. Verses 7 to 9. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. We live in an age of amazing information. Worldly knowledge is plentiful, but sadly godly, godly knowledge is becoming scarce. How do we attain the knowledge that we need to live as God expects us to live? Solomon gives two principles we need to observe to gain this knowledge. <clears throat> Excuse me. Firstly, we are to fear the Lord. That means our heart's desire will always be to live 
in a way that honours and respects him. Secondly, we are to listen to and then follow the instruction and teaching of our godly parents and godly people. I personally don't believe any of us are too old to learn. I'm 74 now and I still have a lot to learn. I still make lots of mistakes. I don't know about you, but one of the most sort of person I find annoying is a person that thinks they know it all. One sometimes who might not even know the Lord Jesus, but has a dogmatic opinion about everything, is closed off to anything new, resents discipline, and refuses to accept other opinions. Solomon calls this sort of person a fool. To become knowledgeable is not to be know a know-it-all. We need to be open to listening to the advice of others, especially those who know God and share their valuable insight and advice. We've witnessed in the last few weeks in lockdown how the unwise and how the undisciplined people live and act. Solomon tells us knowledge is gained when we are willing to learn from others, especially when we are young in the faith. We are to learn godly ways, yes, from the Bible, but also from those who are loving and serving the Lord in their life. To be knowledgeable is something far more than knowing something in our head. It's the ability to re relate what we know in our head to our hearts, to our minds, to our hands, and to our feet. It's our daily living. It's when Jesus is Lord of a person's life that they fully understand and attain the knowledge that they need to help them to live faithful lives. Lives that truly do show Christ-like standards and Christ-like ways to others. Solomon then warns us of the enticement of sin. Verses 10 to 15. My son, if sinners entice you, do not give in to them. If they say, come along with us, let's lie and wait for someone's blood. Don't do it. We live in a world today that thrives on enticement. Sin loves to entice. It loves to show us how we might gain prosperity and pleasure. New homes, new cars, holidays, the list goes on. Sin loves it. Especially when, to get them, we ignore the ways of God and become just like one of the crowd. So many are chasing after the empty display and false values of our world. When we go along with those who ignore the truths of God, our ways can quickly change to be just like theirs. 
Worldly ways will become our master and we will do all that is necessary to satisfy its desire. Sin often appears attractive, but sadly it has unseen and terminal consequences. Solomon wants us to see how important it is to know how to make right choices. Choices not based on values that bring short-term pleasure, but on values that will bring everlasting benefits. We need to be guarded people, even those we like, when they try to entice us into activities that we know to be wrong, need to be resisted. We cannot become a friend with sin and expect that our life will not be affected by it. It will. It's easy to do shady things. I used to sell diamonds and gems and pearls to jewelers. It would have been so easy to mislead some of them. And some merchants did. By telling them that certain items were a certain colour, clarity and quality when they were not. Many who don't fully understand gems simply trusted what was being said to them. It's easy to fall in with groups at work or at school who fail to actually live in ways that are honouring God. They don't do a full day's work for a full day's pay. At school, they like to muck around, they disregard their teachers, they disregard their parents. We live in a very materialistic age. Things are made visible and available to all, no matter where they might be. And it's so easy for us to be enticed into worldly ways instead of God's ways. Solomon warns us of the dangers of enticement. And finally, Solomon suggests it's far better to listen and respond to a call of wisdom. In verses 20 to 23. Wisdom calls aloud in the street. She raises her voice in the public squares at the head of the noisy street, she cries out. In the gateways of the city, she makes her speech. How long will you simple ones love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? I think here we've got a remarkable picture of a non non-COVID world as it is today. Busy, noisy streets filled with crowds of business people, shoppers and sightseers roaming around. But sadly, the hearts of so many of them are not fixed on God, they are fixed completely on the things of this world. God calls out to them, but they are not whistling, listening or responding. 
Solomon tells us God sees these people as fools and mockers. These are not people with mental deficiencies. These are people with character deficiencies. Solomon sees a fool not as one who is stupid, but he sees a fool as one who is unable to distinguish between what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is bad. The fool is seen as streetwise, but sadly, not God-wise. Godly wisdom will not be found with a worldly mindset. It will only be found with a godly mindset. Those who are ignoring God, who don't fear God, who refuse to allow God to rule in their heart and their life, even though they don't realize it, are rejecting true wisdom, God's wisdom. They may well be streetwise, but they are certainly not God-wise. In verse 32, Solomon says, The waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. That's a dismal warning that Solomon gives. But thankfully, he didn't stop there. There is hope. He says in verse 33, Whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. God's promise is to all who will listen and take note of what he says is for a life lived in safety, a life that will be without fear or harm now and always. True wisdom only comes from God and it is revealed it to those who will come to him, listen to him, follow him and trust him in their life. Jesus grew physically, spiritually and wisely. He walked in close fellowship with the Father he spent an amazing amount of time in prayer and he delighted to do his Father's will. Jesus is the perfect example for us to endeavour to follow. True wisdom is found when we look to him, trust him and refuse to allow worldly desires to overrule him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for revealing your wisdom to Solomon. Thank you that you inspired him to write this book of Proverbs, to help us and many others to know how important it is to allow you to guide us in our daily life. Help us to be wise. Help us to look to you and to honour you in the way that we live speak and act. Strengthen us by the power of your Holy Spirit to resist the power of worldly enticements. Help us to always keep looking to you, 
to keep trusting you as we make our journey in this world to the world you have promised for us is yet to come where we will be in your presence forever. Father, please hear us and help us, for we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.